0: How much he loved me this morning. (laughs) As the church had nailed him to the cross, beat him to a bloody pulp, put him to an open shame, he looked out across time, he looked out across the crowd, he looked beyond the cross. And he said, I'll be back. But while he was on the cross and he was bleeding and dying, he looked out over that crowd. He said, Lord, forgive them. (laughs) That may not do nothing for you today, but that does something for me. To know that Jesus, in his worst day as a human, looked out across the congregation of people and said, forgive them. Forgive them. Had to be a good subject to preach on here this morning, just forgiving. If God in his own prayer as a model said, for us to forgive those that we might be forgiven, what's wrong with forgiveness this morning? Preacher, you don't know what they've done to me. They never beat you to a bloody pulp. They never drove spikes in your hand and your feet. Put you up in an open shame, did they? Well, if Jesus can do that, you say, but he was God. He was also man. He felt every bit of the pain. And he looked beyond the pain and said, God, forgive them. We need to look beyond our pain today, church, and say, God, forgive me that I might be able to forgive somebody else. Yeah. That servant owed 10,000 talents And the Lord called for him and said, Listen, you got to pay. He fell down in worship and said, Give me some time and I'll pay you all that I owe. And his master forgave him. But what did that servant do? He went right to the next man that owed him and had him thrown in prison. Even though he was forgiven, he wasn't willing to forgive. I look at Jesus this morning and he never had one sin. Not one sin. Not one drop. Not one blemish. And he was being crucified for your sins and your sins and your sins and my sins. But yet he looked out and said, forgive them, Lord. I'm talking about a just man. I'm talking about a man that had never sinned. And he was being crucified as one of the lowest sinners. You need to study the cross a little bit. The Roman soldiers had three different crosses. The T, the X, and the cross that we have. The capital T meant one punishment. The X was another lower grade. And our Savior was hung on the lowest. Think about it. They were saying to the world, this man ain't worth nothing. But that man, it wasn't worth nothing to the world. Means everything to me today. Why? He forgave me of my sin. He forgave me of my sin and gave me opportunity to go to heaven with Him. Have you made that choice? See, the problem of it is we don't think He died for us when He died for all. All your sins. And I want to say this and I want you to understand it well. Yes, I'm saved. Yes, I'm saved. Yes, I'm saved. But if it wasn't for His mercy, I'd go to hell anyway. For the things I've done after I got saved. Preacher, what have you done? I've sinned. Well, what kind of sin have you done, Preacher? Well, in my heart, I wanted to kill you. Hello? At times, I lost my temper. At times I was lazy on God. At times I didn't pray enough. Read the word enough. And he forgave me anyhow. There was times I didn't seek him. There was times I could have went to revivals and different things that functions at churches and I just didn't go. He forgave me anyway. Are you with me this morning? I'm glad God is willing to forgive you of all your sins. I don't care if you think they're big or little. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Notice it, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Boy, wouldn't it be nice if we had a little heaven on earth today. I believe that with all my heart. Listen to me. The Bible said that we can be made to sit in heavenly places. I I believe God could put a hedge around us today and we could sit in heavenly place for a little while. Amen. He could from the cross and all his misery, all his pain, all his troubles and trials, It wasn't just a few verses before this crying, Hosanna! Hosanna! They were laying branches down. They were making a big feast and making a big kadoo. And he was royalty. And now they're screaming, crucify him. Crucify him. And the Bible said he uttered not a word. Forgive Are you forgiven here this morning? I'm going to help somebody or hurt you one. You're not forgiven if you ain't learned how to forgive. I want to say that again. You are not forgiven until you learn how to forgive. You say, preacher, you don't know what they did to me. Is it worth going to hell over Preacher, you just don't understand. Is it worth missing heaven? Preacher, I just can't get it out of my heart. Yes, you can, friend. God can erase it from your memory if you ask him pray hard enough. I just this week had a conversation with a lady she said, Preacher, you'll have to forgive me. He said, I forget sometimes because I've had traumatic brain injury. And she said, I can turn around sometimes and forget everything. I said, honey, I ain't never had a brain injury and I can do that. She said, but Preacher, the things that I want to forget has seemed like I can't. She had been in the Gulf War and seen some terrible things. She said, I can't erase that out of my memory. I said, honey, have you asked God? She said, I ain't been to church in a while. I said, there's the key, honey. You need to get back in there with God, get in the house of God, and ask God and learn to forgive. She looked at me funny. I said, "There's the key, honey. It's up to you now. What you do with it. You can dwell on your past, or you can look for your future. I choose this morning to look for my future because of Calvary and the forgiveness it there." And he reached out his arms and said, "Come out to me, all you that are heavy laden. I'll give you rest." There's no rest outside the arms of Christ. There's no peace outside those arms. There's no safety outside those arms. So I choose this morning to forgive. So I can be forgiven. Oh yeah, I'd like to dig it up, hash it over, use it for a crutch. But I'm not going to. When I was a young boy of 15 years of age and I was getting over blowing my fingers off, they were wanting to make me some artificial fingers and I said, will I be able to move them? They said, no. I said, will they function and help me? They said, no, it's just for looks. I ain't interested in looks. He said, what, you're a young man? I said, listen, they like me the way I am or they don't like me. I don't really care. I don't want nothing hanging on me that's not functioning right, that's not usable, that God can't get glory out of it. So I didn't choose to get no artificial fingers. The trouble with the church today is we've got an artificial church. we got a building, amen, with people in it. But they're no use to God because they ain't learned how to forgive. Somebody shout. Somebody ought to be running. Somebody ought to be praying. God's in the house. You can put on fake fingers you want to and look good. But if you can't use it, what good is it? Some of us, it's got a past. It's unusable. What good is it for your future? You can either choose to hold on to the past or look towards the future when Christ is coming back. I will be back. Thank God I can honestly say I'm leaving with him when he comes back. I'm leaving with him. Whether I'm in the grave or alive, I'll hear his voice and up I'll get because I'm forgiven. Somebody here this morning needs to lay it down. Somebody here this morning needs to say, God, I've heard the Holy Spirit. My heart's heavy. Now, let me see if I can put something else in here that'll help you. The one you need to forgive most is you. You say, Preacher, what are you talking about? Well, before I got saved, I didn't raise my children right. Are you listening? I don't believe you heard it yet. See, we've all done things that we're not proud of. But why would we hold on to those things when we can hold on to an unchanging hand that made us a new creature? It's not what you used to be. It's what you are right now that counts. I used to be a drunk. Now I'm just drunk on the Holy Ghost. What I did, I just changed fountains. Amen. Amen. I like the spirit I get now better than the one I used to get in the bottle. Amen. 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 Out of drugs. There's no high like being high on Jesus. Amen. Because you know you're forgiven and you know it in your heart you'll be able to forgive others. Amen. Which will do nothing but bring you joy. And peace. I ran into an old soul, believe it or not. It had to be at least 25 years. At least 25 years. Maybe 30. He said, Preacher, I ran into him at church. I've got some money for you. I thought he was going to make a donation to the church. I said, what's this money for? 25 or 30 years ago, whatever it was, he said, I bought something off you and I never paid you for it. And he said, for 25, 30 years, I've carried that in my heart. I need to pay you. I said, well, son, I forgot all about it. He said, I know you had, but I haven't. See, he was holding on to his past, and he couldn't get his conscience clear till he made it right. I mean it wasn't like 20 bucks but 30 years ago 20 bucks was a day's wages. Actually more today. When I got married I made $2. That's $16 a day. Hello? So it was a lot 20 years ago. I said son you don't owe me nothing. He said oh yes I do. And he gave me twice what he owed me. I said what's this other for? He said because I have to. You know what you need to do today? You need to forgive and pay your debt today to God for His darling Son that paid the price for you. He uttered not a word for you. He was crucified for you. He paid for your eternal life with His life. He paid for your joy, your health, your future by giving up His future here on earth. (laughs) What do I owe the Lord today? A lot more than I could ever pay a lot more than I could even fathom in my heart because I know I am forgiven by His blood. So I'm inviting you through the Holy Spirit of God today to come and accept this forgiveness and forgive yourself first of all because we can't go back and change that past. No, as much as we'd like to, we can't go back. I can't go undo those things. So, what's the next best thing? Forget it, move forward. If I can make restitution, make restitution. But, like one young man that I went to, after I got saved, I said, I want to tell you something. I'm sorry. And he cussed me like a dog. And I said, that's all right. Cuss me all you want if it makes you feel better. But I forgive you. And he walked away. My part was done. I forgot about it now. It's all over. The rest is on him. He was the trouble to start with for you that's wondering. He's the one that done the wrong. But I was the one that done the forgiving. You need to forgive yourself today. or when Christ was hanging. <clears throat> he had you on his mind. He wasn't crying out for himself. He was crying out for you. That you could be forgiven. You could have a place in heaven. Have eternal life. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Somebody needs to come and pray this morning. And only you know why. You need to come. Step out right now and come. Some are making their way this morning. What about you? Forgiveness this year. If you just learn to forgive.